yeah. are all the same. It just can't just be a thing. Where do you reckon you got that from? Uh, mum. Yeah? Mum but can't, mum can't relax. Oh, she can't relax. That's like, that's like my mum. She needs to keep going, keep going, keep going. So, um, But there's a difference with them. They're like very structured. And you're, yeah. you're like, you've always grown up to be the type to... I've never been with the grain, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been against it. You know what, like, come to think of it, growing up, I was very by the... I went to uni, I went to school, everyone... Same as my sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were... I think it was um, ingrained in us from when we were young, and we're the eldest as well. I think the the youngest one at least has that time, like joy, mm. to learn off the first one. Yeah. yeah, the first one. I think they realised, yeah, he's definitely not going to uni <laughs> after a while like that. No, nah, they knew in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Salute. Salute, bro. What's up, fam? No, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I hate these intros. What, what's it called again? Um, well, this my my YouTube channel is called Start Somewhere Media. Yeah. But then I call this Word From Home. Word From Home. And All it's right. a little play. I, I don't think I've ever explained it on a podcast. What's up, guys? Word From Home. <laughs> Get, uh, Joseph Lakian from here, uh, he's going to uh, give us the intro, you know. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've ever explained it on a podcast why I, I called it Word From Home, but it's a, it's a word play on, from work from home. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also good because at the time when I was doing it, mm. oh, you know what, I, I didn't even think of it, but you, no, Ali or you, one of were like my first guests when I was thinking of doing these online, things yeah, online when really, we were doing yeah, it on Instagram yeah. Live. Yeah. Yeah, but now that. it's cool because I can, I still called it word from home, and I'm here at your place mm. now, and yeah. I'm like we sit down, we just talk about your life and your story, and um, yeah, like I was saying earlier, we we speak to athletes, artists, and creators. If you've been here before, um, and we 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 give them that platform to share their story, just to inspire the next generation to chase all their dreams, pursue their passions, because that's who I like talking to. People that are very passionate about something that they like to do um, and that they love and they've turned it into their life like they've gone and chased it instead of um, you know settling and then having it as just as a hobby but it's more like they've made it into the life like some of the fighters that we had they've been world champions and they really went on and pursue it and that's what Andre is doing now that's why I really want to sit down with him because we've had talks through Instagram live but we you know the past few years we've gotten closer again but we we were like this back in the day like when we were young um, growing up in blacktown yeah andre tell us about every um what's been happening how have you been i've been good been good been super busy just trying to um so if some of you may or may not know uh i am actually a carpenter by trade yeah 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 uh, we're not here to talk about carpentry because that <laughs> that was just something to pay the bills to do that but uh i you know I can't remember how many years ago now, but I really have always had a passion about being behind the camera. Mm-hmm. It's actually weird being in front of the camera. Yeah, uh, very, I can tell. Weird. And I can tell, yeah. I can tell because like, <laughs> we were just kicking back earlier and now, and then like he, he kind of like 
oh, shelled up a little bit. Like it's different. <laughs> but you know what? Like my intros, I know I started through my intros and it takes a while to get comfortable doing them. And I, how many episodes have we done now? Mm. Like 20 plus. And I'm still stuck on like, uh, well, mm. welcome to my episode. I just want to just kick back and talk, but it takes a while to warm up. I, when, but yeah. when, and when, now he's, um, he does his own uh, content creating and for other business, small, medium-sized businesses and with the drone and everything, yeah. Even even getting large businesses now, which is actually yeah, large, cool. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, even in coming coming back to that the talking part, I've always been a massive advocate for growth, personal growth, mm. hustle or business. I've always been into that. Yep. Um, so it's not something that's just popped out of nowhere. No. It's something I've been working on, in, you know, over a decade. More, I reckon, more than a decade I've been yeah. working on it. Um, I've done countless business courses to work mm -hmm. on the best investment is in the, is in this yeah yeah so um but yeah i thought look there's there's too much inspiration out there to not want to do what you want to sure. do um so that's why i thought you know what i'm going to chase what i want to do and i love being behind the camera yeah. whether it's videos photos drone whatever it is um guys don't you can follow my page andrico productions that's the one and the name's andre i know everyone it's so funny i go on shoots and, and, hey, and, 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 and they call me at andrico and i'm like it's not actually my name. <laughs> Still a nickname, not, not name's Andre. No uh, one. I have no to introduce one. myself. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know anyone that calls him Andre. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the only one that calls himself. No, it was Andrico. actually my mother-in-law. Huh? My mother-in-law. Oh, always, she calls you Andre. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, where I got so. the name from, really. So you're just paying because homage. I, yeah, you're just trying to suck. Yeah. Up. Well, I didn't want to do Andresito, which is thing, because it's in Spanish. It's your like, parents call you Andre. Yeah? Andre. Yeah, but you to how you can't spell an accent. Yeah. At least. When people see Andrico, they automatically assume that it's Spanish. Yeah, and yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this guy's um, really trying to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to educate, <laughs> educate, because especially in, um, especially, especially in Western Sydney, there's not many South Americans no. at all, except for Fairfield area. Yeah, Fairfield. You, that's 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 South America. That's little South America. Yeah, yeah. They're everywhere there. We grew um, up um, at a black town, and that's why I think uh, I th I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but. When I was traveling out in um, in, in the U.S. and everything, I'll tell people <laughs> this was before Chelsea. I, I, would tell, <laughs> I would tell girls like, oh, "Yeah, I'm half Chileno. Like, this is where it comes from because we grew up together. His mom and dad's like another uh, are like um, mm -hmm. parents to me as well, like other parents to me, and um, we did everything together growing up as kids. And it's been cool that we've got to like. Different cultures. Yeah. yeah, different cultures and... Um, are quite similar in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, because of the similar. Spanish background. Mm. But it's been cool. Like, uh, we used to have... Um, I used to have dinner at his place every night and then I would go back home and have dinner at my place. That's why I was yeah, short of that. I'd go eat his place too, yeah. <laughs> We'd get two dinners, two breakfasts. Best yeah. thing was coming back from school and your mum had the big plate of chips, the chicken yeah. salt. Oh, what I would do to have yeah. that right now. With some tomato sauce, this guy, <laughs> put tomato sauce and everything. He'll make me goreng, put tomato sauce, have two minute noodles, drain out the soup, put in tomato sauce. Hence why I'm a big thing about growth. I don't do tomato sauce anymore. Yeah. Finally, sauce. It, took him, it took him 30 years. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it was cool growing up together. And, it, and for me, like I, I wanna be able to, uh, like I wanna say it now, like it, it's been cool that it's come full circle that we, because he's getting into content and I started to start somewhere in media and that we have something, the interest and like I try and ask him questions about things. Mm. I even spoke to him before I started to start somewhere in media. I was like, oh, I have this, 
I have this um, idea where I interview people that like um, that are pursuing their passions and like you know it's been two years now. Um, two years. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Well, COVID. Shit, when yeah, when the world shut down, true. I had a lot of time to think. I wasn't just working nine to five and going mm. to the office, and you know I had a lot of time to think of what are, what are some things I could do. And this is, I found my passion in doing this, being able to talk and sit down with a lot of people since then. Um, but yeah, tell us more about Andrika Productions, how everything's been, how you got the ID. How yeah. about the ID? Uh, look, I've always been uh, in, I've been in business for a while in several, several businesses, but so the business side of things was never a phase for me. It was just another business on how to run it and stuff yeah. like that. Like a, a lot of the principles are a lot of the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but still in the passion, it's it's weird. It's weird like to go to a job and to not actually feel like it's actually work. When I say like I'm going to work now, like the transition like this year has been like, yeah, I'm going to work. You know, like my family's looking at me like, you're going to work now? And I'm like, not on the tools, like on the cameras, mm. you know, like it's different. It's a different uh, thing, you know, I had a, um, I got this young kid that came out and did a shoot with me uh, yesterday and we finished the shoot. We were there for about a couple of hours and we got in the thing and got paid, gave him his money and he's like, Bro. and I said to him, does that feel like work? He goes, no, because yeah, it's right. weird. Like it's just, it's a weird transition. I'm still getting used to like not having to, you know, get tools out or to having mm -hmm. to speak to builders and stuff like this. And that's like, having to get materials, like it's just a different story. I'm like, cool, I just talk to my clients. It's again, like a lot of the business principles are the same from like organizing to, you know, make sure you send your invoice and all this stuff. But like just being able to create what I love to do is mm -hmm. amazing, amazing. A lot of my clients, uh, the freedom they give me to be able to create what I want to create and they and they love to see that, you know, um, it's it's a different world. I'm a big believer in the universe, so having the power, if you can sort of figure out the, how to tap into that, yeah, it's scary. But it's hard for some people, I think, that some people ha haven't even found that passion yet, even in the... And it's true. Those, you know, it's like true. 40s, 50s, some people just haven't, but once you do, really go for it. Well, look, to be honest, I didn't, look, say my early 20s and stuff, when I, when I started, first started like working on my mindset and doing business seminars and stuff like this. And I did not, Still didn't know. I did not think to, to be doing videography yeah, and yeah, photography yeah. at all. I actually started off just doing videos. Yeah. I never thought I'd be doing photography. And yeah, now like a lot of my, some of my jobs are just photographies. There's no videos at, at all. So it's, um, it's crazy, like it's just sort of happened and it's not something that I just have to sit and think about and be like, what, yeah, what do I do? It's like, I sort of just did it. Yeah. Like I, I, I honestly, like the first camera I had was my GoPro 4. Yeah. And I used to do vid little videos doing yeah. all the holidays I used to do. Yeah, yeah, I used and they just, just make little clips and that, I used to Probably put Probably that's how that spark That's how spark, and I was like, yeah. that was so cool. Yeah. I didn't think it could make a living off Yeah, and that's cool. I, I also think that it's kind of um, in your DNA, in your blood. Because your dad, he's talked to us since we were kids, but he would tell us, like, even before he moved to and migrated to Australia, he was a photographer himself. That was, that was yeah, that, that was, was scary his, as well. Yeah. That was his passion. So yeah. it, it's probably in your DNA for you to be doing this. Mm. If you really, 
break it down and think of it that way. I, I spoke to your dad. Tito Omar is like one of the men in my life that I, um, that I hold close. And I, I was talking to him. Like, I like just talking to him. Um, and he, I asked he him. Talking. <laughs> he loves talking. Loves it. Um, I was like, why didn't you? Like, there's a difference between why didn't you pursue that when you come home? Like, you could have still done it, you know? Instead of, uh, I wouldn't say settle, but like, just do do a job mm. and then go home. Like, yeah, you could have done something with it if it was really your passion. But he was saying that it was hard back then. Now, you there's unlimited potential to do these types of things. I think back in the days it was, you know, when a lot of the a lot of the immigrants came over, uh, they all came around at the same time. Yeah. And it was just about just putting food on the table. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. Passion, at the start. passion didn't <laughs> exist. But that's, that. I've spoke to other people about that. Mm. We are the generation because our parents sacrificed everything for yeah. us so that we have these options to, could you imagine just travel however many weeks, like from the, the bar job you had yeah. or like I had and I don't know what you used to do back in the day like just to travel with your friends or with your missus for like six weeks four weeks like they would never they never had that mm. option because they needed to survive Literally. we are the generation like we have to take full advantage mm. of all the sacrifices that they did and there's generations now that are like starting from when we, our parents started yeah yeah, there's, even a, there's so many people that I've met over the years and they're like, yeah, I just flew over a few weeks ago. <laughs> and I was like, like yeah. no family, nothing. It's like, it's yeah, and I'm just like, okay, it makes sense. I'd like they're doing this job and they're yeah. doing that. And I'm yeah, just it like, makes sense. Crazy. crazy. But we need to take full advantage of everything that they've done for us, paved the way. Yeah. And 100%. Tell us a little bit more about your upbringing. I know a fair bit about it, but like, tell us about in your... Yeah, in in Blacktown, there's actually different parts in Blacktown. Uh, you know, you had your sort of like Marion side, you had your Prospect side, you had your Seven Hills side. We were on the side of the Dune side, so I always say like we grew up on on the border, on the borders of Blacktown Dune side. Like we we walked a couple <laughs> of minutes and we were in Dune side. Yeah. Um, so we had fr- Yeah, we had friends. We had that, we- uh, that bus. 725. Yeah. <laughs> 725. I actually could yeah. not remember the number, but 725. Wow, it's actually... But I would tell yeah. people, I live in Huntington Heights. <laughs> it's funny, like, when we were back then, we used to say we, we lived in a nice area, but... Um, but it was... You know, Our, where we live is, like, not that bad. Not that bad, yeah. but there was just bad things that happened around. Around, around it, yeah. Yeah, like, we lived in a cul-de-sac. So cul-de-sacs are quite... They're quite close with everyone, and <laughs> mate, we had some shit going on. I don't know if we can swear on this, but it's all good. Um, YouTube, there's no rating. Well, this isn't on ESPN yet. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a lot of shit going, but like growing up, I thought it was normal until I've spoken to a lot of other people that grew up in different areas, yep. and they, you know, I just tell them like little stories when we were kids and doing this, and they're like, is that, is that, that's a normal thing? I'm like, yeah. No. Like, that's, you know, yeah. like we, there was this one little story that happened. There was a, a, an alleyway we used to walk to to get to our bus stop to go to school every day. And, um, and they scared to, um, yes, there was, uh, apparently there was a guy with a hammer and he attacked a woman. Oh, yeah, that was one, in, yeah. In, in, in the alleyway. Um, yes, yeah, so like, I think he attacked her and then she ran and she went to the first neighbor. Yeah. Uh, in our hood, like everyone knew each other in yeah. our little suburb there. Well, um, back in the day, 90s. Yeah, yeah, everyone's not, new now. Not now, yeah. 
Um, and we have to walk through this alleyway every time. So when we heard about this story, we'd get off the bus, we'd fucking run. Yeah. <laughs> like we just didn't want to, didn't want to know about it. Um, yeah, it's crazy, huh? Yeah. But we were so, it was like normal. Mm. Was, and there, there's been countless I, stories I, I since think, then. I think we're oblivious to it. Yeah, but it, there's been countless stories to people of people that we know and know of mm. that things have happened or things that, yeah. the area that we did grow up, we thought it was normal, but like um, to other people, some of the stuff that we've heard or seen or mm. people that we've literally like first contact friends or old friends that we grew up with, um, so many things, it doesn't seem, uh, what would you say, like civilized in a way? <laughs> civilized, yeah, yeah. one. We had, had that, um, that kid across the road, he was about your age. Was he, I think his name was. Um, I don't know what his family was into, but there was a lot of parties and stuff. It probably wouldn't surprise me if they were drug dealers or the <laughs> trap house or whatever it was. But That's funny, this is going to get around to them. <laughs> and, and, um, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of shit we heard in there. There was a lot of drama. Look, there was probably a lot of gunshots we heard um, there, but I wouldn't, I never saw anything. It's just something we heard. Um, yeah. It was actually weird the other day, um, even here, like we were sleeping and yeah. all of a sudden we heard this bang. I was freaking out. Yeah. And it actually, like when I heard the bang, like I woke up and I was in my room in Blacktown. And I was like, holy, like it just really brought me back. I was like, that sounded like a, like a, that, that gunshot. It sounded like a gunshot. I was like, fuck, that was crazy. Because back then there was nothing on the news. Yeah, no one talked about it. Now yeah. there's a gunshot. Everyone knows about it. Yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. in Sydney, Australia knows about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it really gave me a like, wow, that was it, was, it was scary to wake up and to actually feel like I was in my little, my little, my little one by one bedroom here, you know? Yeah. The double bed, um, but, but yeah. I don't know if you you feel the same, um, but I feel more comfortable in the area, like Blacktown, yeah. than if I went to, I don't know, um, North Shore. Or like I feel more comfortable walking down we Blacktown Station than getting off at um, Croydon or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. It 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 does always. Every time I go back into like West Point or or even around Blacktown and that, like I. Don't feel really phased for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's home. It is. Like it just, you know, like it's bound to. If someone was ever to do anything, like there's bound to be there's some connection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But some, it's um, well, you feel so comfortable there. It is. Yeah. It is, you know. And it's just look. Even back then, all the these these gangs and stuff now. Oh. It's crazy. A lot, a lot of this beef. I think about uh, it. Like I'm not mentioning any any yeah, big yeah. people, but certain suburbs, with certain suburbs, like it doesn't make sense. Say so. that makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense makes to no me. Sense. Like, bro, like I mean, we went to Paddy's where there was people from all sorts of the same, all all type of suburbs in the same school, yeah. and they were all friends. Yeah. They were all friends. Um, so to see a lot of this stuff now, it just how it's escalated. I don't know if it's probably driven by ego or something, but I feel like if if a lot of these people realize what they could accomplish if yep. they actually combined, mm -hmm. phew, you'd when, be you'd be up ahead. 
like we don't want to be following the American footsteps where you know stuff like Compton and stuff like that you know I hear I hear about the stories and stuff over there and I'm like nothing's changing but except we want to follow that I don't understand why we want to follow those no, footsteps no, no. when we can rise above that but so much quicker even beyond that I think all the music that's being put out there I think it's great in a way where um, you know the, how how much it's gone um, grown right oh, but I just think that, yeah yeah in Australia but just the highlight of um, it in it it kind of amplifies everything and a lot of the, these kids want a younger younger generation that look up to them want to continue that it's true it will look back in the day it was all about I mean the only thing the only opportunity was footy players like to be a footy player to actually that was you made it sort of thing and again it's still an amazing achievement but now like especially the music industry it is it is doing amazing things I think personally I think 2019 was a great year for Australian uh, the, yeah Australian hip -hop. music hip hop yeah. rap what, it, it was a great year because it's sort of the whole world heard about it it's like it's, honestly, it was like a little mini, little mini earthquake, yeah. and it was like, whoa, we need to keep an eye on Australia because there's a lot of stuff happening here, yeah. and which gives a lot of opportunity for a lot of people, the businesses, future, yeah. creatives, um, to you know to be able to put this out there to the world. Mm. But yeah, it's it is definitely amazing. You know, you don't have to have an athletic ability. You know, you can. There's so many other ways to do this. Like I, I know a, a lot of people that are doing really well in their own genres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not just music or it's not just yeah, being footy. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, there's so there's many There's so many ways. things that you could do. Oh. And I, I talk to um, Tavita about this sometimes. And I'm just like, there's so many things that I wish that they knew. That's why we need to put it out there. That there's so many things that you could be great at. Why would you put yourself in that? And I know there's, they come from, and, and we talk about like, they come from homes that we would never be able mm. to. Like we lived a great life compared to, like mm. our childhood was not bad. It was just, it was a, it was in an area that was, was... their surroundings. Yeah, yeah. But we, we had a good childhood, mm. right? But some of the, there are things that they see that we will never be able to understand, like, yeah. that we've never seen. That's why they grow up like that. But they need, um, there needs to be more sparks out there f for them to understand that there's so much more that they could do with their life. You know, be inspired. I think it does take that one, that first initial spark when somebody either meets or sees someone doing it doing something yeah 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 and then they're like hold on a sec like if someone like that can do it bro why can't i do it yeah it's the same mentality the um if i don't know if you've heard the theory of um the big brother little sister sort of thing where you know the little sister always looks up the little brother and you know he can walk I, if he can walk i can walk too yeah, and yeah, then they yeah, eventually yeah. walk and it's the same yeah. human mentality. Yeah. So, I, I think it's, yeah, and like, I, I still remember, like, the first guy that I ever saw, and he was a multi-millionaire, and he was, and he had, he was only a few years older than me, and I was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, huh? So, like, there's so many people that are legitimately, legitimately. Millions, yeah. <laughs> speaking on, speaking on that note, of like to be able to see someone doing it and how crazy is it like i i always talk about with friends and family like to see ty to avasa bam bam Noddy and bam bam and and your good friend tyson be out there on the world stage you know like it's not 
um, it's not just Australia. No. It's not just, uh, even if they were doing great on Bellator, that would be cool, or PFL, that would be cool too. But the UFC, like we grew up watching that as kids. I, t I, I talk to my friends all the time. We grew up watching that. We, we played the games. We played UFC one when it was when the UFC and the sport was just growing. But the and Bam Bam to be doing it the he's, way he's doing it as well, you know, being himself. Oh man, I, I I love the fact that the world knows about Western City. Yeah, they are like I love it. Like Bam Bam, he he couldn't. I don't think he could do it any other way by yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah. Like, could you imagine him trying to talk proper and all this? Yeah. I'm like, that's not him. Like, why would you want to be someone else? Yeah. He did himself. He started doing this shoes because it's fun for him. That's what he <laughs> loves to do. He loves to and party. And he's, he's rocked the world with it. Yeah. Absolutely. And, he has, and that's the best part. It's just like, it, well, it's funny seeing Americans in the crowd yeah. during the fights. And like, like, yeah, do the shoe. And I'm like, yeah, we're like, this is a normal thing. Like, like, this is breakfast for us. I still wouldn't do it. but <laughs> <laughs> I still wouldn't do it. But like, yeah, it's good that he's doing it. You know, like, It's showing. even better. You know, like 10 yeah, strangers yeah. all spit in the same shoe. Like, <laughs> that's messed up. But... Yeah, I'm, I'm so proud of those guys whenever I see them. And I'm just like, it's, it's just so crazy. The potential that you can reach and the limits that you can reach. These guys, literally, yeah, man. And Props still, to the boys. Shout out to Bam Bam and um, Tyson. Yeah, and everyone, all the, all, the, all the guys from the area that are doing big things around the world. Um, that's why I'm saying, like, those guys would be big inspirations to these kids oh, that's the inspiration you should be looking up to you know Literally. That, that's the stuff i don't know if they've if they've said talked about their stories about the thing but if you knew a lot of their things that they yeah. you know they had to go through as a teenager and going up uh -huh. like you'd be amazed they, be they amazed. do little pieces but we're going to get them on word from home or on our little <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to come we'll to get come. the story it, it's 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 coming we'll get them um I want to know, I, I, I try and think of it, what did you want to be growing up? Like, if you think about it now. Honestly, I couldn't even tell you. I've got, like, it's just blank. Uh. It was about just surviving. I think that mentality that my parents brought on me just to have a job, all yeah. this stuff. Because I started, I never had, like, allowance. I had, I think I had about, I think mum would give me maybe $10. What a day. Nah. Oh. Like maybe a month. <laughs> maybe a month. But I, back then it was good. You can get a lot of things for 10 bucks back then. Um, but now it's like 10 bucks for a coffee these days. But uh, when I was 14, I got my first job, Domino's Pizza. Domino's Pizza Blacktown was my first job. And, mate, I did myself. I cooked my own food from then on. I did everything on my own. Yeah. Um, but it's... <sighs> I think the independence plays a big role in it, depending what age. I know a lot of people that, you know, their independence doesn't start until, you know, their tw early 20s, late 20s. Oh, even some people I know, <laughs> 30, like it just, you know, and again, everyone's at that different chapter in their life, but yeah, um, but yeah just, uh, just constantly just chasing paper, paper, paper. Yeah, that's what you don't know. And then, yeah, but that's, you don't know, you don't know any better. So I, um, I think it was in my early 20s when I started doing a lot of business courses mm -hmm. and stuff like this and there was this one guy I heard and he was, he goes, Man, you, if you chase the paper, you'll be like a dog chasing your tail yep. constantly. It yep. does not stop. But when you start chasing your passion, 
it's scary. Like you're doing something you love to do and the money just keeps coming in and you just start to be like, this is why it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, that's... It's, I don't know. It's still uncharted territory for me. You know, I spent, what, 16, 17 years on building sites, working my ass off. Um, and like, and I worked hard, like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's not like I'm lazy or anything like that. Like, I go hard yeah. um, being on the tools. Ask any any chippies or builders I've ever worked for. I'm still getting calls from builders and chippies <laughs> to come work for them. I'm like, nah, that's it. Um, so it's it's weird to be from something and then imagine like you lived in water your whole life and then all of a sudden you got out and you're just like, what the hell? Like you, you just look you look at the water but you don't go back ever again. Mm. And you're walking you're walking land and you're like this doesn't feel right. Doesn't like but like you're you love it so much, you're like, wow, like I'm not wet, you know, I get to walk <laughs> like it's it's very uncharted territory for myself yep. um but uh, i promise where you know if you even even haven't even found your passion and it's yet, cool that, yeah yeah if you haven't even found your passion yet like it Once will come yeah you'll know you'll know exactly you'll be like you know what i want to do this yep. and it just literally stay it's like any business any business even like fucking you know as little not even little as big as TikTok and instagram and stuff if you keep posting the same thing, it's the same. You eventually will grab traction. Yeah. I was telling a mate the other day, I said, if you jumped on TikTok and you went out and did one push-up a day and you did that three, four times a day, you posted that video, you would be known as the one push-up man and you would get so famous, as silly, as stupid as it sounds. Yeah, I hope someone takes this idea. Mm. Like, I really like, please. I hope someone takes this idea and actually just proves this. You'll be surprised at what grabs traction. Yeah. Like TikTok? Oh. Yeah. That Especially with that algorithm and everything. Oh. I, I don't get why more people don't use it um, that way. Or I think, again, it's new territory for a yeah, lot of yeah. people. I urge a lot of businesses to jump on top yeah, of that. Yeah, for sure. And LinkedIn. Because yeah. it has that same I only algorithm. just got LinkedIn maybe a couple months ago. That's good. I, I, that's, that's, weird. that's weird for me. Like, yeah. I, I look at LinkedIn now and it's that professional world. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of untapped territory on there. Um, and uh, let's talk about, like, there's a lot of people that got fear. Like, they f there's a lot of fear for them not to go and chase some that thing. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. I've, I've got a big thing about fear. Don't get me wrong. Is um, I have a lot of my own fears. Yeah. Even, we all do. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of tactics. Not tactics. I have little things that I've heard to go along the way. I heard this guy talk. Again, like everything is just from stories I've heard or people I've seen and met. There was this one guy. He was on a stage and he was talking about his whole subject was around fear. Yep. And he talked about there's a whole different like he goes there's no difference between say Muhammad Ali or any some of the greatest Tyson. in our world here yep. that have um, that have fear they have fear promise you they have fear they're human beings yeah but it's the way they conquer it and the way they deal with it so what he was talking about was fear is like the main point to get to this is as he's talking there is this humongous anaconda being put on his shoulders and he's petrified of anacondas, snakes in general. And as he's talking, 
his voice starts like yeah. stuttering, just like the tone is stuttering. And he's trying to talk like this. And he, what he's saying is that the only difference between people that succeed and people that don't is that we do it anyway, regardless. The only way to beat fear is to build that tolerance. And the way to build that tolerance is to do something every day that scares you. Yeah. I'm talking the smallest thing. Like when Jem told me, like, we we're going to catch up for coffee this morning and jump on a podcast. I, for me, I have a, like a, I've got a little thing for myself. If I get challenged to something that scares me, I have to do it regardless. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was like, oh, fuck. Going out of your comfort zone. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, like if there's something that you're scared of, like if you're too scared to ask the waiter for an extra water, like do, like I'm talking little things like that. If you do that every single mm. day, or you, or there's this girl that you see at the gym and you know, you two talk <laughs> to, like go up and just say hello to her. Yeah, like yeah. it's the smallest little things and they grow bigger and bigger and bigger. So when it gets to points where there's big fears, it's like, mm, cool, you, you, get the ha- you get used to the, yeah, habit, the habit of actually doing things that you fear of. Yeah. So again, like people that have the fear, it's not going to change. Yeah. Look, I'm still afraid of heights. I'm a carpenter. I used to jump on roofs. And that was a big thing because I used to jump on roofs on purpose because I'm like, I need to challenge myself. Yeah. I need to do this. And I'll be like, fucking <laughs> shaking and stuff. I, I have a thing when it comes to fear. Like, I, I still, like, I'll, I'll say now, like, to the reason, not the reason, but there's so many. I want to be able to push out content every week, you know, like an episode, an episode, mm. an episode. But then sometimes there's a lot of people, I've got a list of people that I want to reach out to or like, and I know that, yeah, let's go do it. Or they would say yes. But then I just, I don't know. It's not a fit. It's just like, and there's a lot of people that I also have that I, I'm, I'm unsure if they'll say yes or no. And I'm like, fuck, if I get rejected. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The rejection is still a part of fear. Yeah, 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 for sure. 100%. And I'm just like, just go do it. Uh, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I deal with that as well. That I can guarantee you that anyone who has had any sort of success, if you ask them, do you have a list of people that rejected you, they would be able yeah. to show you. Oh, a hundred thousands, everything. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, there's a lot of shots. There's a lot of companies I, st- I hit up all the time. Yeah. I think now, like, you know, some didn't even call back. Someone did yeah. left it on scene, all this yeah. stuff, you know. But it doesn't. It's on to the next, on to the next. Yeah. You have to go through the yeah. process. Just go good. Just do it. I think there's it's one thing easy. that, yeah. Who would you say inspired you growing up? Growing up? Yeah. I don't think I had an inspiration, to be honest. I really didn't have anyone to be like, oh, you know what, I'd like to be like him. Yeah, honestly, I reckon I was about 23, 24 when I actually, like, snapped and I was like, I want to do something. I want to make a lot of money. I want to. I want to do like like. It was more so a lifestyle. That's what people look at these days. Is what sort of lifestyle do you want to live? Mm. You know. See people traveling the world. See people doing this. They're doing concerts. They're doing this. Yeah. They're doing that. Like. Yeah, I, I don't think I had anyone growing up to be an inspiration. Again, I think it was just that surviving mentality. You know, having to chase that paper so you can pay bills or you can just so you can eat. You know, some people don't get to that point, but for some it is, you know. Um, Do you have any now? Now? 
now I have a lot. I have a lot of, um, I can't even think at the top of my head right now who would be an inspiration. There's a lot of creators out there that live an amazing lifestyle, you know. They get paid around. Look, to be, yeah, I would love to, you know, get paid to go around the world and do brands and do work with, you know. I'm, I'm not biased to any sort of thing of what I, who I want to work with. I just... I just have so many, so much. All I'm thinking of, how much creativity can I create? That's mm. all I'm thinking. Like, how many concepts can we think of? How many, how much magic can we create? That's, you know, like it, that's like, I feel like I'm living in a dream right now. <laughs> that's not. It's, and even though I swear. And that's just, and you're just like I'm, starting. I'm literally, literally just literally getting just started. started. I like, I like, <laughs> it's crazy. Like I did, I did it part time for a long time. Yeah. And now to actually be doing it pretty much on a full time basis now, it's like, I'm pinching myself. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, um, but this is what I asked the universe for this. And you can ask for, you can ask the universe for anything you want. You just need to know how to. Mm. Um, it's crazy. Like the years of meditating them, years of affirmations, the year, like it's crazy what you tell yourself, what comes true. So, um, again, yeah, I've, like, <laughs> it's as if I've li literally just taken that first step and I'm just like, wow, this is yeah, mad. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, there's so many more steps to come. I promise, like, I don't know what holds for me, but I can mm -hmm. guarantee there's going to be some massive things happening. Yeah. Um, speaking of manifesting and bringing things to life, let's talk about Argelica. <laughs> let's talk about, I remember when you got, I remember when I first met her and you brought her over to the house, um, one of our parties, just a little, <laughs> a little wild girl, um, you know, very shy. Yeah. Braces, I think. Yeah, yeah, she had braces. She went through yeah. that, yeah. Um, and now, for people that don't know, everything that she's built, she's the um, the founder of Baby Boo Fashion for the girls that are listening and guys that know that brand as well. Tell us more about Argelica, how much she inspires you and the family, of course, like, she, look, and, and her whole family. I think it's, you know, it's a great example of what we were talking about when we were growing up. You know, you are a product of your environment. For sure. That's all it was. I, you know, I fell in love and the product of her and her family's influence, they were my environment and they were all business-minded entrepreneurial people. And again, even to this day, like we, this is our normal conversations, business. Yep. Like, <laughs> I, I, I wish we could talk so much more about like, some of the moves and stuff that we make but it's I like even to this day like we have conversations and we're talking about this and in my head I'm like I did not think I would ever like know someone that could even do something yeah, like yeah, this yeah. let alone be a part of it yeah let alone to sit in the same room to be able to do this and and again, see it just yeah like it, yeah. I, that's what I mean like right now there's so much inspiration on the internet where when I first started going out with Arj is you know and I, I literally watched right next to me how big she grew as a person, personally and business-wise. 
honestly like it felt like a, I felt like in five years like it just snapped the fingers and I was just like I went from here to like there I'm like whoa like what just happened like you know even yeah it's just it's crazy like I still to this day think like how am I like still here like witnessing this like it's, an, it's amazing to be a part of the journey um, with Arj mm-hmm. um, but she's yeah she was my biggest she's uh, you know what she's my biggest inspiration there you go that was what I was I was waiting yeah, for you that know what, I, you know what? <laughs> and you, I couldn't now, let it out now you're going to get me in trouble, trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, you know from the when I asked the first one I was like I, I didn't think, think he's going to say that you know that. why because I was thinking of like people in my, in my in my in my in your um, space yeah because I should have given you an example to get your brain flowing, but I, you fucked I, me up. Look, mine. You, you uh, when I say, no, nah, no, nah, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, uh, we will we in will. a bit. <laughs> More, come here, come here. That's yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You're in trouble now. Well, I was gonna <laughs> no nah, because I should have said like you know growing up, you know me, I Kobe, Manny Pacquiao, mm. like some of those guys. No, no one really in my sp- in spe- like my space, but just mentality and just how they were like to reach the levels that they did you know Kobe Mamba mentality and then there's people that I know that you know I've always looked up to my dad how good of a person like how he is as as a friend to other people Um, Mm. and my mum's hard working like literally does not stop I think of that and now um, how much Chelsea's inspired me to like pursue my passions and just be that guy I used to be when I was a kid very curious and like always ask questions and always get along with the people. Yeah, I just, when I asked you that question, I was like, I th- yeah, I thought that was, um, yeah, you're in trouble now. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you made yourself look good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what nah, people she's, always say, nah, that's Arj, what I'm Arj, always trying Arj, to do. Arj is um, my queen. She's, she, 100%, even to this day, like, she still pushes me in ways which you didn't think, you know? Like some people see as a partner, as a partner, I saw her as not just a partner, a lover, as, as a mentor sort of thing. So it's, it's crazy to someone so small, <laughs> so yeah. small and, you know, someone, you know, especially even younger than you, you know, uh, to be able to be, to be like, wow, like, she did that. Yeah. She made those moves. She did this, she did that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, look, she's she's still doing amazing things. Yeah, you know, definitely. Th- look, there's and there's a lot more to come. Poor. And when I think about it as well, and when I even just have talks with Chelsea about because Chelsea, when she was in Perth, she knew Baby Boo. You know what I'm saying? Like she she um, she knew what it was. And I'm just and I tell her all the time, like, man, I'm so proud of. Like I've watched uh, from afar. I watched um, what happened. Or uh, from afar, I watched the brand grow. You know, I remember. And I showed you that photo of the little um, business card with the <laughs> shoe on it. Yeah. And I'm like, from there, I remember when they were starting and she was making like little designs of the shoes and stuff. Um, and to what it is now, it's crazy. And I'm very proud of you guys. No, it is definitely crazy. It's funny though that even though, because no one really, we don't really share too much of yeah. our lives. So people don't really know. They just know the brand. Yeah, but I'll get, I'll get the whole family and we needed this. Mm. I want to talk to them about um, just how it is for them working as a, a basically a family business. There's a yeah. lot to learn off them. And nah, definitely. Yeah. 
definitely. Look, there's there's yeah, there's some there's some fortunate people that have had the luck of being able to get, you know, yeah, to have had conversations and it's helped to their own businesses. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, and it's uh, it's a crazy ride. Like, I'm literally on a wave. Yeah. And it's like, I'm still riding. Like, this wave's yeah. still going. Yeah, for sure. We're but so it, young, bro. It, it's like funny, though. Like, I go on shoots now, and and even when I go to places, and, you know, and they hear about it, or they are, or we speak about it and stuff, and they're looking at me like, why are you here? <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Yeah, like, you're doing you, your own thing still. Like, well, I'm making my own name. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm not... You could have... You could have... It's like KD um, in basketball. You could have jumped on the back of the bus. But that's good. Yeah. I also yeah. um, admire you doing that as well. You know, having making your own way. So what I mean, like, I, yeah, I'd love to be like, oh, I want to be like, oh, that's that Andrico. That's that <laughs> I, 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 actually, I actually hope everyone in Sydney can actually pronounce Andrico. His name's Andre, bro. <laughs> call him Andre, bro. But yeah, Andrico Productions. You still, he can't even say it right. Andrico. And he's fucking, there Andrico. we go. Yeah, I, I, I gotta get Andrico. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have to ask, uh, going from, um, because I just want to know your thoughts and it's very off topic. I just want to know because we grew up together. We went to school together. Um, we went to both primary and high school together. And well, your parents said, wherever he goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically followed you. Um, with the recent, what's happened in, in America, I want to know your thoughts with the recent mass shootings in that school, right? And um, I know it's very off topic, but I just, mm. I do want to know your thoughts on what you think about all those mass shootings that happen in the US and it has not stopped apparently there was it's like they're up to 212 this year and um, that one that just happened was in a school in a primary school and it was only an 18 year old kid look it, it comes it, it comes down it honestly comes down to the gun laws like 100%. It's, it's pretty obvious yeah like in Australia like don't get me wrong you're gonna get illegal guns everywhere in the world yeah but don't make it too easy. It's too easy. It's too easy. And, it, it, you know, and these kids, even honestly, I went to, where was I? I was he was uni- 18, the, the well, recent yeah. one. He was 18. I, I went to Universal Studios in LA and I was lining up for this ride and I was talking to this little kid, right? Not just me, like, there was a whole group of us anyway. There was a young kid and he would talk, guns came up and he was, a, he was from somewhere in America. And we talked about guns, and I was like, "Yeah, I went to the shooting range." And for Aussies to go to a shooting range, it's is, like a big is, deal. It's crazy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. If any, uh, if any Americans are watching this, they'd be like, Pfft. "Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. we have that for breakfast." But that's why you have the problem. Yeah. So, and this kid was telling me the guns that he was shooting. He would have been about eight years old. It's crazy, huh? And um, and I, even the shooting ranges that I have been to, uh, in states, uh, in Vegas, Hawaii, um, and I've seen little kids shooting these massive like I don't even know what the guns are called like over there they know the 37 the 42 and they're probably I mean like they have so much access to it it's you know it just takes one little we're here if there's a kid having some traumatic moment he yeah that's what they always say they they go it's not the guns it's like we need to we need to secure our schools or he had mental health problems. There's mental health problems here. No. They don't take out 30 people in one go no. at a shop or at a school or at a church. And no. that's where they are happening over there. In like exactly. the most places where you don't think that you, you'll be vulnerable to no. those types of things. You know, yeah, I, I, I believe it is a lot tougher over there. Um, but they do need to change it. But 
what can you do? Like, it's a country that they're going to go have their, their culture. Their culture is so ingrained to have those guns. But why do you need to have, like you were saying, an eight-year-old kid, why do you need an AR-15? Those are war guns. Fair enough, a handgun to protect mm. yourself. And that's, like, if you, if you break it down here and show what happened in, like, 96, there was a mass shooting in Tasmania. I don't know if Americans don't know about this, but there was a mass shooting in, um, in America. The next day, our Prime Minister back then, John Howard, took away all those, like he regulated all those like heavy artillery auto automatic rifles. Mm. He took all the rifles away, most of them, and you need a license, you need a background check, you need all that to just have a handgun and get a proper license. But I don't know why they're so scared to just do that over there. And they always say like, oh no, we need a second amendment, second amendment. And if they wanted to change, they would have done it years ago, but it's not going to change. And yeah. it's so sad because we see it and it's a big deal. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, we have shootings here. We have shootings here and there's, yeah, there are illegal stuff going around. Yeah, like, yeah. Again, like but it's we, not it's, it, mass. It, it's reduced. It's, yeah, it's, it's not, not mass. It, you know what I mean? Another one I think is, how about that? Um, there was a kid a few years ago. He had mental health problems and he stabbed a, um, a sex worker. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, in, in the CBD. No, and then no. he, had, he was knife wielding and he was running around. He was running around the CBD and stabbed another one or two people. Actually, and then, I did hear about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. whole bunch of like people at the restaurants, office workers chased him down with chairs, uh, a milk crate. Someone stopped him with a milk crate, a chair, and they stopped him because he had a knife. Now, think of that. Like he had that mental health problem. Mental mm. health is a is a problem. Yes, of course. But imagine he's only 18, 19, and he was able to go to Costco and just <laughs> grab a AR. How many people in Sydney yeah, CBD? That's, that's a big 100%. difference between a knife and a um, and an automatic rifle. Yes, he can. He could have got a handgun, but it's not a, as easy. I don't know. And it's weird that Americans just don't see. It. A lot of them are just like, oh yeah, like they're so numb to it. It is. Yeah. Well, again, like anything, if you're growing up with this the whole life, and it's like that's, that's the just normal. normal. Yeah, it's in the culture. Yeah. There needs to be a culture change before anything. Going back to you, sorry I had to down it. I just wanted to know your <laughs> thoughts. No, that's all good. And especially since I think it's a big deal. It is, though. That it needs to be talked about as well. It does, though. Yeah. This is, it, you know, hopefully they never legalise it here. And it's um, sad because, like, you see all the things on the news for a day. You're watching basketball and they talk about it. And they're like, you know, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, it's thoughts and prayers for a day. Tomorrow mm. on the timeline on Twitter, it's gone. The power of the media though yeah unfortunately what's your big picture plans what's uh what's next for you i've got some things work yep. uh don't like to reveal too much like i said i never never let you know what your next move is yeah, yeah. speaking of that i wonder i um i recently just learned in the past <laughs> two weeks or so um telling people your plans or like letting people know like oh, I want to do this do that most of, most of the time people don't care just goes First, over the head yeah. yeah it goes over the head second some people that you do tell kind of don't want to see that do well and it, it's sad as humans like some people just like they don't want to see that mm. the third thing the one that I am I really that really resonated with me was you tell people 
you tell people this and um, chemicals in your brain happen where um, what's the what's that chemical the endorphins endorphins happen in your brain for you say you say the plan it feels like you've already done the plan you've already accomplished it so you won't even work towards it scientifically yeah. when you tell someone your plan you, the endorphins are like blah 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 and then you don't even work towards anymore because you're like the self-gratification was I've told someone that I'm going to do this the endorphins work then it's just like oh I've already done it and I, I just learned that like a few weeks ago yeah. so I'm like oh. I think it's you can if you take into that context it will but I think if you like don't get me wrong like you need to tell yourself tell yourself oh, I'm going to do this yeah. yeah 100% don't tell anyone yeah 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 keep it to yourself until you reach to what you're doing and you'll keep doing keep going with these things again I've learnt these things as well you know I told people I was doing things and they never actually got to do it or you know <laughs> didn't make it I like, that's embarrassing yeah it is straight out like it's embarrassing so yeah. I'd rather keep just it to myself. I'd just rather let my work show sure. what yep. it's doing and it's yeah it's great like seeing people's reactions and the way they think uh -huh. I'm doing and stuff like this it's just okay. leave it at that we'll just uh -huh. keep the mouth shut yeah. and just just work that's all it is you don't need to yeah. Yeah, not to try and hold anything off. There's a lot of things in the works. Yeah, um, that's good. It's yeah, it's um, it's exciting. Yep, it's crazy. Like I'm super excited every week. I'm just like, man, mm -hmm. what good. do I get to create this yeah, week? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But um, that's yeah, good. There's a lot of lot of things coming in the works, and mm -hmm. when you if you ever looking at this and it's already happened, you'll be like, oh, that's <laughs> what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, and no, I love it. Um, if you guys want to see all the things so he doesn't have to, he, he doesn't need to say it. If you want to see everything, um, let them know where you, they can follow you. Yeah, Instagram, just Andrico Productions. Um, just, I think it's, it's underscore, yeah, Andrico underscore Productions. Uh, you'll probably see two accounts on Instagram there, my private and that's, and then my business page. Just follow my business page, my private, that's my private life. <laughs> what if they want to just follow you? <laughs> if you're lucky, if I know you, I'll <laughs> But uh, yeah, again, I like to, I like to keep it low key. Um, I've, cause I've seen so many things happen with people that boast a lot of things. Yep. But so yeah, I look, yeah, I like to keep a lot of things low key. But yeah, uh -huh. so just, yeah, my business page, mate, I'll show everything that I'm, maybe not everything, but <laughs> most things you'll see that I'm working on crazy. We'll wrap it up there, bro. Um, I want to say thank you for your time. And I'm, I'm glad that we got to do this, sit down, catch up, hang out the whole morning. We haven't done this in years. Yeah. And um, years. looking forward to seeing everything that you accomplish. Yeah. And also, I'm pretty sure we'll start, hopefully we start working on a few things together. That's we'll, it, bro. Things are, um, will come together. And um, like I said, follow Andre on uh, Andrico. <laughs> on Andrico Productions, underscore productions, um, on his Instagram and Facebook. And you can follow me at Start Somewhere Media on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. And make sure to hit the subscribe button and like this episode. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Oh, yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. That too. I know. I didn't realize how professional LinkedIn was. <laughs> I've got a photo of me with blonde hair in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, brother. All Thank good. you. Love you too, cuz. Thank you.